to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we are like doing the thriving thing today, so long as I can get my mic like lined up here because I'm standing up here for a moment. I am joined by my main man, Mr. Benny Mathers, today in the studio. What's up? Valerie is on the keyboards or doing research. She or, is? Yep. She's got her head down. She's YouTubing. Did she color her hair, though? Did you, did you go darker? I went lighter. You went darker? Okay. I get it. I'm a tweener. I just cut it off. <laughs> but you, you have dark hair. I do. What's a tweener? I don't Is know. Is that like a tweeter? No, not a Twitterer. Okay. So are we starting a whole new social network? Sure. Tweeners? Tweeners. That's a good one. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. We also have in the studio, he's hiding from the camera, maybe almost, but not quite, CJ. He's joining us here today. He is part of the intern team here at the show. Hi, CJ. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. uh... Job shadowing uh, Benny over here. Trying job to shadowing. Yeah. That's it. I love that job shadowing. I got to have one. I know. You got to have a shadow. <laughs> you haven't had a shadow in a long time, dude. I haven't. It's a privilege to have him here. It is. Yeah. Uh, we, we know what the value of interns on the Dr. Pat show. We do. We really do. I mean, when we go back and we look at sort of the history of the show and the folks that have come in for the audio jobs that we have, you know, we start out with the just incredible staff of interns that have come in and interned with the show. But more importantly, some of the folks that have been hired on, like Nick Johnson, of course. Uh, but we all know this is about taking people's talent, using them absolutely amazingly, and living life full out. That's what we do on the Dr. Pat Show. Today, we've got two hours of back-to-back, awesome, fasten-your-seatbelt talk radio. We've got the Bishop joining us here today. Bishop Carlton Pearson is in the house, and he is up straight up here in a few minutes. We're going to be talking about the gospel of inclusion, but more importantly, we're going to be talking about his upcoming talk. We have got four pairs of tickets. No, 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 no. Two pair. Two from her, two from me. Oh, okay. Two to two. Just want to make sure. Two. Right. So you that could be my minutes. intern now. Okay. Two plus two. <laughs> I was making sure because we did this at the last minute, top of the hour. I just want to make sure That's we cool. got all of our ducks well, in Well, I row. just wanted to say thanks to our friends at the I Am Thankful Network, our, our buddy Sue. Uh, we've got two of her, her pair to give away. Okay. And then we've got two of my pair to there give we go. away. And so that would be Four tickets for this upcoming event. But today, it's about the gospel of inclusion. And then right after that, we're going to No, that's eight. Eight tickets, but four pair. (laughs) Yeah, but you said two pair each. There's two in each, two in each. That's two pair. So, Valerie, are you getting all this in there? (laughs) Come on, because you're going to be in charge of giving these away. It's two pair from the, the point is, show. Two we're giving away yours. lots of we're tickets. We're going to you about basic We're going to give away right, exactly. lots of tickets. That's why, oh, Bishop Carlton, you got to pray for us right now. I hope he's praying. I hope, I hope you're praying for us right now, sir. Are you with wow. us here? Yes, I am. Welcome, welcome to the show. But let me just tell folks a little bit about who you are. because, And they're going to find out for themselves. Um, you joined us last time, and certainly you are part of this extraordinary speaker series. We're really glad to have you. But you are an icon in sort of the spiritual uh, world, and we're going to talk about why that is. Your book, The Gospel of Inclusion, 
has helped so many people understand, and we heard this the last time you were on our show, understand their place in the spiritual world. And so today we're going to be talking about what's really important to raise the vibration, to create some energy in the universe, and more importantly, how we get to live life out, how we get to be spiritual beings without guilt, without shame, and how do we come from that place of openness and manifestation. So we're going to be talking to, you know, our friend Bishop Carlton Pearson in a moment, but right now we're going to be pulling the old prosperity card. Here, would you like to pull the card and then read front and back? We're going to give it to CJ. That's the front. All right. You ready for this? You got to wait for our little uh, sound effect. All right. Prosperity law number 49. 49. Yes. Yeah. I always put my goals in writing. And then Read the, the back, back. The back is, your written word has power. When you put goals in writing, include important details and target date. Keep your list private, be flexible, and modify it as you reach each goal. Remember to stay open to the best possible outcome. Perfect. It is perfect. And, you know, p- part of the perfection is knowing that there's power in doing that. Thank you very much, Oh, Sita. no problem. Um, So we're going to talk about that and much more today. As I mentioned, I'm honored to have joining us here today Bishop Carlton Pearson. He is one of the extraordinary speakers going to be speaking in town, uh, and that would be in Seattle uh, this upcoming Friday. And I'm thrilled to be able to share that stage with him, albeit for a few moments. But today we're going to talk about passion, purpose, and what it means to truly step into your authentic self. Uh, More importantly, as we've said earlier, we do have four pair of tickets to give away uh, to Friday's event. And so we're going to announce in a minute how you are going to be able to dial in and, and get right connected with us. So the question becomes for today, what you want wants you. This is a journey to self actualization. What you want wants you. Reverend Carlton Pearson joining us here today on the show and as I said before he is recognized as a voice of reason and moderation in a world of extremes if you all know what I mean. But he made a choice and the choice he made was very different than perhaps the people around him expected him to make. You know he is one of the most visible people in the spiritual world but his choices have been about personal integrity and the meaning of integration in the self and the soul. And what does this mean to have the gospel of inclusion how is it different than perhaps what conventional religion might want to say to us but more importantly what is it that we can learn about attracting what we want what you want wants you what has this journey been like for him what can it be like for you and what can it be like if we truly stepped into our authentic selves bishop carlton thank you so much for joining us here today welcome to the show again Thank you, Pat. I'm so elated to be back in just a few days after I was on the first time. What an honor. It is so cool to have you back. And we're actually going to be like face-to-face here in a few days. That's going to be pretty cool, too. Can hardly wait. <laughs> I, I can hardly wait. There's such a positive energy and high vibrations. I'm feeling all the way here in Chicago from both Portland and Seattle, but particularly Seattle. It's going to be a wonderful, pleasant, but powerful evening for everybody who comes. It's going to be absolutely exciting. I want to make sure that folks know we're going to start to give away a pair of those tickets right now, maybe two pair. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. This is 
for this Friday's incredible presentation by uh, what I, Reverend Carlton Pearson, and you're going to hear a little bit about what he's going to talk about. Let's start with the conversation, what you want, wants you. Let's begin there. And, you know, that kind of phrase is something that I think we get to learn about from here and there. But we don't truly understand the power of that. And I wanted to ask you, Reverend Carlton, where does the power lie with that statement, what you want wants you? Where does that where, where is that power? Well, even when we talk about integrated inclusion means including you, all of who you are and excluding only who you aren't. I always say the loneliest moment in our life is not when we lose friends, family, or things, but we're lonely when we're away from, unaware of, or missing part of our of ourselves, our soul, our authentic, immutable, immortal, immeasurable self. And so when, when you're lost from who you are, it's hard to identify who you aren't and who, who, who anybody else is. So you live deception and delusion. And that causes all kinds of physical and mental uh, disorientations. And then you're out of sync with yourself. You're out of sync with your soul. So when we say we want love, but we are love, what we want is, is to experience our own love of self. If I say I love you, Pat, I'm saying I love the part of me that I experience when I'm with you or talking to you or listening to you. And if I say I don't like you, I'm saying I don't like the part of me that I experience. I'm uncomfortable with me when I'm with that person or away from that person. So it all has to do with how you feel, what you believe, and what you know and experience of yourself. So self-actualization is the beginning. Who am I? What do I believe about me? And why do I believe it? So a lot of times we get to feel sort of the connection with with ourselves. And let's just talk about that because there is a connection that we do feel with ourselves. And we know when we feel it. You know, we know when we're on the verge of making an incredible decision. Then all of a sudden we stop. And we either get afraid or we either think we're not worthy. I like to call this, we get all crusty, so to speak, around the edges. So our authentic self doesn't get to come out. What is it you've learned over your own personal experience about bringing the authentic, and if anybody can talk about this, Carlton, uh, Reverend Carlton, you can. What have we learned over time and what have you learned about letting your authentic self emerge and what are the demons that one must? face in order to be true to oneself sometimes but we're going to talk about all of that when we come back from break uh in a minute uh but for those of you tuning in what i want you to know is we've got an evening with carlton pearson that would be friday march 26 7 p.m the center for spiritual living sandpoint way but we are giving away tickets right now All you got to do is show up and get them at the will call. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, we'll be talking about how to step into our authentic self, how to face whatever may show up, and how to step out and act in courage. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. How come you're so happy? Because I know I'm lucky. I'm never lucky. Well, you can be. Whatever you tell yourself, you become. That's why I drink Aqua Mantra. Aqua Mantra? Yeah, it's a delicious spring water that has a mantra on the bottle. I just think I am lucky when I drink it, and lucky things have been happening for me. What are you talking about? Seriously, I went on this camping trip with my friends and was pretty bummed about losing my job. My friend gave me a bottle of this I am lucky water. I focus on saying I am lucky with every sip, and when I got home, I got a call about a job opening that was perfect for me. Sounds crazy, but it totally works. So where can I get some? I buy it online at aquamantra.com forward slash I am lucky. Join their newsletter and you'll get 10% off. So I'm lucky already? Yeah. The coolest part is Aquamantra is the first company to put their water in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for me and the planet. Lucky for me we had this conversation. You don't need luck. You create it. Check out aquamantra.com forward slash I am lucky to generate your luck today. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2011 good timing guide, just go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. And click on the Polaris store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2011 good timing guide today. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistique Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistique Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Spotlight ain't shining on me. No, 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 no. If I ain't good enough, but you still love me. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by. We have opened up the phone lines. If you have questions or comments for Reverend Carlton Pearson, or if you would like a pair of tickets for this upcoming event in Seattle on Friday, we would love to get those to you. 1 800 930 But he is going to be traveling. So, those of you that are listening from our CBS affiliate and from other affiliates, we 
we want to just mention to you that you'll be able to find out more about uh, Reverend Carlton, his journey, his upcoming events as time moves on. And so we're going to make sure that you have a website to do that. Reverend Carlton, why don't we take a minute and just give out your website so people know how to find out more about you, especially those people that are not listening from the Seattle area. We've got listeners all over. Well, you can always look me up on Facebook, and that'll give you quite a bit. And then my church site is www.cutemple.org. C-U-Temple.org, CrashUniversalTemple.org. And, of course, you can always get BishopPearson.com or NewDimensions.com. There's so many sites out there. Or Google mm-hmm. me. <laughs> if you Google me, you'll find too much stuff. Uh, oh. But those are the sites. Okay. BishopPearson.com, uh-huh. cutemple.org. Okay. Or, or New Dimensions. Well, we'll make sure everybody's got that information as well. So here's what we were talking about before break. We're talking about this level of authenticity and self-actualization. And, you know, how that relates to, quote, spirituality and or religion. Uh, and some people say that, you know, self-actualization is not even a possibility in some religious circles because they do not believe in self-actualization. There's only one actualization, and that is through God. And and, and and then other other practices say self-actualization is the natural process. And, and I'm sure, Reverend Carlton, there's a whole range of other thoughts in between those two. But I wanted to hear from you in your journey to become authentic and move towards that place of self, self-actualization. What has the road been like? What are some of the challenges that you had to face in order to you know get to this place where you are today? And are those challenges challenges that most of us face as well? All the religious disciplines seem to have an image of God as being a pathological, temperamental, uh, impatient, intolerant, uh, invisible fear entity. Uh, Somebody to be feared and to be appeased or pleased. Uh, And and so that image has, has, has affected the entire human character or characterization. People are lost in trying to love a God they fear might hate them if they don't love him or it accurately. So it's mixed emotions of the duality. I had to get past the traditional image, which is a false image of God, as a God with a, with a, you know, a violent temper, uh, anger problem, anger management problem, and would have these tantrums and kill you or put a tornado or a hurricane or an earthquake or a volcano or AIDS or cancer or something on you, bubonic plague, like they believed in Europe. Um, we're afraid, of, and they call these natural disasters acts of God, when God has a temper tantrum. So this whole image of God, I'm trying to, which is a delusion, and an illusion, trying to erase it out of the consciousness of the culture, which is not going to happen overnight, but we're starting. Well, we just went through this with Haiti, didn't we? I mean, there are some religious leaders that came out and talked about Haiti as, you know, as a sort of, you know, God reaching out and taking action, you know, to right a wrong, so to speak. I'm paraphrasing, of course. But we heard this in different places of, uh, I don't, I'm not even going to mention any names. But certainly this was the little buzz that kind of crept out there before somebody told them to just, like, shut up. What's scary about that, Pat, is that... He was voicing the sentiments of at least two billion people who perceive God as being uh, terrorizing like that, that God will kill you and ultimately torture you in hell. Hitler used that to, uh, to um, 
to impute his horror on the planet. He believed that he was following Jesus mm -hmm. and the Catholic Church to which he was committed. And I have a whole chapter on that. It's pretty, pretty incendiary in my book as I deal with the fact that he called Jesus his Lord. He felt that he was following Je Jesus and obeying God and blessed by God to be able to carry it out. Just like the trade tower uh, terrorists thought that Allah was blessing them to pull off such a major feat uh, is to, is, and to upset this whole country and culture. So they thought they were obeying God and that God was blessing their efforts to uh, to eliminate Jews who killed Jesus was their, their, and, that, and that they would do that the way God's going to kill all his enemies, which is burn them in hell. Now notice the connection between all that consciousness, all that de deadly negative emotion and the collective consciousness of the planet, I think, does produce convulsions like earthquakes and volcanoes. We, our energy demands that when it's negative. And so this whole image of a God who would torture anybody that way infinitely in this customized torture chamber has given rise to some of the most violent and vicious acts uh, imaginable in human, human uh, activity. So it's a shame. And we're trying to work through Several thousand years of entrenched indoctrination, and that's what causes people to react that way. What Pat Robertson said, oh, I mentioned his name, and I've been on that show, I, you know, as a guest and a host, uh, was not foreign to people, including me at one time, who would have assumed that the voodoo worshippers in Haiti first caused them to remain impoverished, and secondly, uh, that angered the gods, or God, and caused that. Same with New Orleans or even San Francisco at one time. Mm -hmm. Any bad natural disaster, and we call it an act of God, but really was an act of nature. A hurricane or volcano or, or a, an earthquake is no more an act of God than eliminating mm -hmm. fecal matter or, or urinating. That's an act of, of nature. Sneezing, coughing, tears, that's an act of nature. Those are not acts of God. So we get it mixed up, and we have this superstitious, a caricature in our mind, a mythological caricature mm -hmm. of God and of its representatives on the planet. Yeah, you know what I love about this conversation? Because, you know, a friend of mine asked me about As a matter of fact, I was interviewed not too long ago about this. And, you know, and I said to them, so let me think about this a minute. Okay, so let's, let's name the top three things the dinosaurs might have done in order to uh, contribute to their complete elimination and, you know, wiping out on the planet. Hmm. So let's just think about this for a minute. God the purifier and this is what the question that was asked me god the purifier dinosaurs you can't answer that question god that, the purifier dinosaurs. and dinosaurs what could a dinosaur possibly do or Good have point. done so you know i mean i think that what we've done is we've evolved as human beings and one of the things you know um reverend carlton i want to ask you about because i want to be really clear with our listeners about something you know, we get to have this conversation because, first of all, we live in a country that has freedom of speech. I love it. Yes. The other thing I want to make sure that we're really clear about is that, you know, and I think it's going to be, you know, something for you to talk about right here, is you're not condemning God and you're not condemning Jesus. And that's where this kind of gets lost in sort of the translation. You know, many folks look at certain practices of spirituality, certain religions, and they say they don't really honor God. They don't really honor Jesus. And I just want to be really clear about this. You know, 
for me, I think it's great that we get to honor all spiritual practices, don't you? Absolutely. That's what inclusion is all about, that we don't have to go along to get along. I, I have great compassion for the human desire to find itself and to find a reason for being on this planet. Most people feel that life is little less than a, a kind of a sexually transmitted disease, <laughs> mm. you know, that, that is incurable and ultimately terminal. And because they all go, we all go through the experience we call death. Uh, they, so they have this, they feel like they're born with a death sentence. And when I say disease, I mean dis-ease, all this tension. We develop coping mechanisms, behavioral modifications, and pain management. Every human being you will meet is employing those three tactics every day. Coping mechanisms, behavioral modifications, and pain management. And it's all about managing the pain. Mm. We don't know how to conquer it. We just know how to manage it. We don't know how to master it. We just know how to, con how to manage it. And we use drugs or food or sex or money or, in most cases, some variation of religion to manage our pain, and which is based out of our fear of an ultimate reality that will be destructive. And we associate that between the dualities of a god, a good and evil, god and devil or devil in the English Mm -hmm. vernacular. And so these these concepts of God and of life and that worldview has crippled the planet and made it hate itself and each other. That's why the wars. That's why the friction. That's why the, even saying things like the opposite sex, that means the opposing sex. It the subtle subconscious meaning is a female opposes me. And if you're female, you'll say the male opposes me. I'm not an opposite sex. I'm a corresponding sex. Mm -hmm. See, but but uh, even for any, even in homosexual or same sex attractions or genders, the whole idea of opposites and using that kind of t type of vernacular or terminology does make people enemies to you in your perception who may not necessarily be that. So religions, and there are three Greek words for it. One of them is eoad. Eoadmos, which is Judaism. That's self-explanatory. The other one in Greek is threskia, which means ceremonial observance, piety. The third one is desidemonia, des, de, de, delos, fear, which is the Greek word fear of demons, demons. The King James Version translates that superstition. I would venture to say that most religions especially the fundamentalists in any religion, are basing their fears on superstitions. Mm -hmm. fears, basing their faith on superstitions. Fear of the gods. We go to, the, to it's like a casino. Casa, casa is the Latin word for house. Casino is a house of gambling or guessing. That's what most of our churches have been. We go to our religious temples, synagogues, mosques, churches, uh, uh, temples, cathedrals, and we risk entering to the presence of an angry God. So we go in penitence and we ask God to forgive us and we're lowly, groveling, groveling people asking for grace and we're doing penance or penitence and we're, you know, libations and trying to uh, appease this angry God or please this difficult God. That whole mentality mm -hmm. pervades most religions. 
Well, yeah, and you know, this is kind of the, the gospel of inclusion that you've written about. When we come back, Reverend Carlton Pearson will be talking with us about how to move from the gospel of hate to the gospel of faith and ultimately to the gospel of grace. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you've got comments or questions, give us a shout. We'll be right back. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Did you know Gricot's yogurt fat content is extremely healthy? The bacteria present in Gricot's yogurt loves fat. During the fermentation process, the probiotic bacteria predigest the fats for us, converting them into a very good source of fat. This type of fat is in the form of healthy short-chain fatty acids, and they are necessary not just for overall health, but also for weight loss and fast metabolism. For more information, visit GricotsYogurt.com and analuke.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, maca magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit macaroot.com. That's M-A-C-A root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Bella Spark Productions presents the second speaker event in the Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Spend an evening with Bishop Carlton Pearson, one of the most articulate, dynamic, and controversial spiritual leaders of our time, the heir apparent to a new way of thinking. In this inspiring lecture, Carlton will share his story of his own conversation with God, a conversation that has changed his beliefs and his message. Bishop Pearson had an epiphany that changed his way of thinking and preaching from one of hell and damnation to one of love and inclusion with the same passion, energy, and gift for communication that made him a fiery lecturer. His message will lift you up and inspire. Join Bishop Carlton Pearson in Seattle Friday, March 26th at 7 p.m. Followed by Robert Holden, the happiness guru, on April 30th and Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit bellaspark.com for information and registration. That's bellaspark.com. What if being lucky wasn't some random circumstance? What if you were actually the generator of luck in your life? Aquamantra believes you are which is why they created I Am Lucky Premium Natural Spring Water to remind you to say the mantra with every delicious sip and own the possibility that you truly are lucky. Pick up your case of I Am Lucky Water at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Lucky. Now available in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for you, lucky for our planet.
does that bring me back to my roots down in Virginia, (laughs) folks? Man, that's making me want to go to church. Oh, I'm ready to be just, 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 can I feel a hallelujah out there? Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. I I actually was raised by um, a stepmom that was from, one would say, the Deep South. And so I have a really eclectic kind of background. And so I love gospel music. I actually love going to some of the churches here in Seattle. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you know Reverend Pat Wright. Um, Oh, my God. She has such an amazing gospel choir. And it's just incredible. But, you know, this is really the conversation, Reverend Carlton. This is really about inclusion. You know, whether it is me sitting on the couch on Sunday, listen to Joel Osteen right comes on 10 o'clock on sunday Mm -hmm. listen a half hour that or whether i go down to you know where rabbi ted you know down to synagogue it doesn't matter we get to choose but where did we get to this place of hate versus love how do we move from the gospel of hate to the gospel of faith because i was raised by a, ba- a southern baptist uh, stepmom who said to me that hate and love can't coexist or hate and faith can't coexist you can't have faith in hate and i never understood that as a kid and i wanted to ask you about it well actually you can because mm-hmm. you compartmentalize your emotions people hate who hate a lot hate themselves mm. and and they don't know how to operate outside that parameter there's so much and that's my greatest testimony in my journey is to go from subtle self-loathing to conspicuous self-loving mm. I didn't know how much I loathed who I was um, outside of my religious uh, environs. I I was afraid of getting outside the cloak of my religion, and I think most religions do that. And I'm not denouncing these different organizations or institutions because they have a powerful and could have a very positive impact on the planet in some ways they are. We can mind the same thing without having the same mind about everything. That's what inclusion embraces, that uh, we don't have to go along to get along. I have some very wonderful Islamic friends and Jewish friends and agnostic or even atheist friends. I have lots of gay friends or uh, those who may be who may be terribly intimidated by same-gender attractions. I have all kinds of people in my life, and I value all of them. And I, I don't judge them about based on what they are or what they aren't. I do base I do judge them based on who they are, which is a human being, a reflection of God mm. and a reflection of me. If I if I enter if I meet or encounter a very fearful person, I'm I have to deal with the parts of me that's very fearful. If I encounter a very judgmental, hurt harsh, angry person, the only reason I encounter that person is to remind me of some aspect of myself that needs to be healed or stretched. So I, it keeps going back to perfecting or the, the self-actualization is self-accuracy to become precisely, exactly, accurately you. And that only happens through the different encounters and experiences that we have in life. It's really tweaking ourselves to find our spirit and I love to say, as Richard War says in Everything Belongs, we do not find our own center. It finds us. Mm. Our own mind will not be able to, to figure it out. Most people think and worship on the edges of spirituality. 
they view their religion, the religious presuppositions as spirituality, but what they are really doing is avoiding uh, and or substituting the more sublime realities of self, soul realization. They live on the edge of ultimate reality. And so, and, and religion tends to get us that way, and that's the way I was for many, many years, and people are there and wanting to change. They want to get off and get out. They want to be free to be who they are, to not only discover, but to recover the lost self. And that's what I emphasize in the concept of, of um, what you want wants you, because what you want is you. We are lonely and depressed when we've lost our essence or forgotten who we are. So we've come these kind of a, these 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 um, transient souls, these spiritual vagabonds, seeking our own self, our forgotten self, the one we we somehow or somewhere mislaid or misplaced, or in some cases replaced with an imposter. I like the way Eckhart Tolle says uh, in, in his book New Earth: "In seeing, in the seeing of who you are not, the recognition of who you are emerges." I had to stop and see who I wasn't. I'm not that all that those people that I was raised with were insisting I become. That really wasn't me. And and that's how I learned I had to go through a process of elimination. Mm-hmm. I'm me, and I'm, but I didn't know who me was because I was so busy impersonating who I thought people wanted me to be. And that's what most religions, when I'm in Israel, I see it. When I'm in Arab countries or Muslim influences around that, I see the role playing that the various religious disciplines impose and sometimes intrude on their people. And when I get them privately and they break down and they say, I'm so tired of this, I'm so afraid and so tired of being afraid, what can I do? I've had many wonderful Islamic friends tell me that, Mr. Pearson, you, you, you are the teacher, you are the teacher, you, you can help us. This 2,000-year-old religion is not working for us. Mm. I've had Buddhists say, say the same thing to me. And so that has opened my awareness that I'm not the only person looking for myself. All of us are. What we're doing, Dr. Pat, is we're giving people permission to reconsider what they believe Mm -hmm. and why they believe it and how those beliefs are affecting their behavior, their being and having. Yeah. That's what the word behavior is. Yeah. How it affects your being and what you have. You know, I you know I have to share this with you because my uncle might be listening to the show as well. I have an uncle, and you know he's about ninety six years old, I think, at this point in time. And um, a couple years ago, I went to visit him, and uh, you know he's and I walked into his house, and this traditional house, just so you know, traditional Italian uh, that I grew up at, uh, one part of my upbringing. And you walk in, and you you could see the minute you walk in, a crucifixion, Mother Mary, all over the place, everything. It's it's all over. And he said to me, I walked in, and he said to me, Patricia, he said, I'm not going to the Catholic Church anymore. And I said, okay. And he said to me, and we talked about it in length, and I'm not going to talk about it now, but what he expressed, Reverend Carlton, is exactly what you're saying. And he said to me, I love God. I love Jesus. I love the mother. I love Mother Mary. And he said to me in half Italian and half English that he said, I get the right to choose how I love them. And it took me a number of years to figure that out because I was kind of in shock. Do you know what I mean? But wow. you went on the same path, so to speak. 
Yeah. But, you know, those words were so powerful to me that I had to really step away from them and leave them because here I am in the sanctuary of their home. And trust me when I say crucifixion, Mother Mary, Joseph, the gospel, a, a mini picture of, you know, the, the, the disciple picture, everything around the house. And he was at such peace. What do you think that was about for him? Well, he, he finally got past the superficial security blankets that religion offers. Uh, if you go to Haiti, and, and that's what I thought when the comments were made about them, every bus has a crucifix, a, a, a virgin a Mary, all kinds of icons. All the taxis have crosses oh, yeah. and yeah. rosaries and beads. Yeah. And, you know, it's all over that country. And when I went down there the first time, I thought, how can this country be so backwards and so poor and so, quote-unquote, demonically influenced when they have all this Jesus Christ cross blood Christian symbolism and iconoclasm all over the place. What's what's missing here? The religion, Dr. Pat, wasn't working. It was a, a, a security blanket for them, but the impoverishment of soul was not changing. They were not rich in spirit. Even in voodoo or voodoo, which is a form of African spiritism that we've demonized. It just means spiritual, spirit or deity. It was the way slaves handled conditions outside of their control in this country. They had to fall back on their spiritual traditions uh, of, of transcendence, going beyond a temporary reality and finding spirit so that they could endure what they couldn't change. Mm. And we barely were allowed to challenge. Christians, they became Christianized, and their religion was demonized, and that left them to do nothing but fight. Mm hmm yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about the movement to faith when we come back, Reverend Carlton. Just FYI for all of you out there, uh, my uncle Al still won't eat, still won't eat meat on Friday. Just so you know, it's, uh, a eggplant parmesan day Fridays at, you know, the Al Basili house. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about faith and what a role it plays and what an important role it plays. We also have some additional tickets to give away. So for those of you that didn't get on the call earlier, Give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Would love to hear from you. Stay tuned. When we come back, uh, Reverend Carlton and I will be talking about faith and what it means today and how we can pay it forward. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. 
Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Is today a good day to apply for a job or to ask for that promotion? Well, the Good Timing Guide uses astrology to identify the best times for many daily work activities. It provides easy-to-read color codes for daily access. Show host Madeline Gerwick is offering a special pre-order price on her 2011 Good Timing Guide and or her newsletters. Now through April 5th, save up to 20% by pre-ordering next year's guide. Have the wind at your back with our best deal all year. To save today, go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call us toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. Remember, pre-order savings for your 2011 Good Timing Guide and our newsletters are only good through April 5th. So act now. Visit askmadeline.com or 877-524-8300. What if being lucky wasn't some random circumstance? What if you were actually the generator of luck in your life? Aquamantra believes you are, which is why they created I Am Lucky Premium Natural Spring Water to remind you to say the mantra with every delicious sip and own the possibility that you truly are lucky. Pick up your case of I Am Lucky water at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Lucky. Now available in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for you, lucky for our planet. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Right on the show. Let's make a note to get Pat Wright, Reverend Pat Wright, on the that, show. Wherever she is, she's got it. You, she, <laughs> I was raised with that. See. Well, see, and I was too. And so let's let's make that transition because I was raised with that, and I, and I shared during the break. I was kind of raised in this duality in my in our house. Um, but let's talk about faith because I, I think it's really important, and you do this in the book. And also, I want to talk about your upcoming book. But let's talk about faith for a minute. You know, we can have faith. Uh, regardless of what our spiritual practice is. And I wanted you to share with us, when you talk about the gospel of faith in your book, what that really meant to you, and how did we transition from that to the gospel of grace? Well, faith is, of course, the word happily means to believe and trust. And we, some people use the term faith to mean what particular faith are you, what denomination are you, whether you're Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Catholic, you know, and then what religion are you, Islam, Judaism, Christianity. Faith, though, is not a religion. It expresses itself sometimes religiously, but it is not a religion. It's not a superstition. Faith is a belief system, and it starts with how you, what you believe about yourself in relationship to the universe. Now, when, when faith in fear 
dominates you. Faith in a fearful God, and fear is faith in reverse. It's like fear of a serpent is faith in its power to destroy you. Fear in anything is faith in that entity's power to destroy you uh, or annihilate you. So people have faith whether they acknowledge it or not. People who get on an airplane do it in faith. People who ride the subway do it in faith. People who drive their car on these crazy highways do it in faith. People who eat food that could be contaminated do it in faith. And so we all have faith. We are made up of faith. We operate constantly in faith. It's what you believe in what you believe, why you believe it, that determines how that faith affects your life. And what we've gotten away from is a purity of questioning why I believe this. What do I believe, and why do I believe that about God? Mm -hmm. Or about heaven and hell, or angels and demons, or the scriptures, or the blood, or the cross, or the the, uh, rosary, or the Virgin Mary or the saints of old. Uh, We have all these different iconoclasms in our psyche, and they affect our physical bodies and our physical and emotional relationships. So when when I ask a person, and I like to say, have you ever seen yourself from the eyes of someone else that you have become? Wow. Say that again, would you please? Have you ever seen yourself from the eyes of someone else that you have become or through the eyes of someone else that you have become. Hmm, That's my experience today. I'm looking at myself through the eyes of someone else that I have become, whom I'm still getting to know. And so I see things because perception is the ultimate reality, but not necessarily the ultimate truth. And your reality determines what you experience in, in, in the universe. And so perception that determines that reality (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i have to take a look at what i believe and why i believe it and what how i view those beliefs because the universe doesn't just judge you so much by what you feel but by what you think about what you feel Mm -hmm. and what you think about what you think and my biggest transition my most stimulating uh transition is what i think about what i think and what I think about what I feel and why I feel that and think that. I mean, that's an ongoing 24-7 conversation and deliberation. It, it, that's, that's on the road towards self-actualization because when you finally come to some kind of conclusion of what you believe and why you believe it, then you determine how those beliefs affect the quality or less quality of your life and of your relationships. If I have an encounter with my wife, uh, a, a tense moment, and we're arguing about something or confronting each other, and uh, and sometimes in uh, one of the, the, the greatest wedding uh, marriage counselors says the number one germ to destroying a marriage is the inability to argue. Mm. <laughs> we yeah. don't know how to, we don't know how to be confronted right. without being combative. Right. Right. Absolutely. It is it is the uh, the knife that will sever the relationship in a heartbeat. It really is. It's a surgical yeah. blade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when I'm arguing with anybody, I'm really arguing with me. It's all uh, it's all again because that that experience of myself is something I have to deal with. Why are you reacting to that? Well, I don't like. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> you don't like. <laughs> you know, there's an aspect of myself that I have to confront with. Yeah. Now, how do I change that? My my perception of the experience. And how do I want my wife, my children, my friends to experience me? Mm. 
Well, you know, it's really interesting to be able to be faced with these dichotomies, these paradoxes, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think this is an incredible time, and you certainly have through the you know through the the book, the Gospel of Inclusion. You certainly have raised the bar on the conversation about spirituality and religion. Now, what's your next book, uh, uh, Reverend Carlton? The next book is God is not a Christian, nor Jew, Muslim, Hindu, but God is in us, around us, through us, as us. That the closest to God any of us may ever come is a full revelation of who we are. Looking inside, I say investigate, interrogate, uh, excavate your own soul. And if you died, do an autopsy. When I lost everything in Tulsa and my church, mm-hmm. and a part of me died, I had to do an autopsy. What wow. did I die of? What killed me? And what was killing me while I was dying? And is death necessarily negative? Is that transition transition bad right. or wrong or, or destructive? And I realized that it all really works together. Death, as we perceive it, is an opulent extravagant and often arrogant illusion. It's part of the transition. David says, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow. Death is a shadow or a shade, one of the shades or colors of life. And so as we go from winter to spring, and uh, there's a death of the winter and a new life in the spring, and then summer and then fall and then winter again, these are seasons and sessions and cycles that are very valuable, very virtuous. Mm Mm-hmm. And we need to, to perceive them differently. Not hate the winter season, right. but embrace it. When oh, I no. get hurt, or that's what I call integrity. Mm-hmm. All of my experiences count. It's how I perceive them, how I, res- how I decide or choose to respond to them. If, if somebody dies or transitions or I lose a job or a position or there's a marital or relationship trauma or something with my children or my siblings or my parents or my wife, I deal with that. Okay, what part of myself do I choose to experience and learn through this experience? Then I don't denounce it, denounce it or deny it. Sometimes I detach myself to a perception of it so I can survive it. Well, you know, we have that mechanism to be able to do that. You know, I started the show, uh, Reverend Carlton, talking about the freedom we have in this country to choose. And this conversation and today, it's been such an honor to have you on the show because you really represent what it means to step courageously in choice. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And I want to thank you for doing that. And this is what we're saying to folks today. You know, it's not about one religious belief or my background or Reverend Carlton's background. It really is about stepping forward in authenticity and loving spiritually the way you want to love, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Love is and the choosing, key word. Like I believe in Jesus, not because I'm, I have to. I want to. Well, my yeah. uncle, my uncle said to me, "Hey," he said, and I, I believe me, broken Italian. He said, "Hey, I love Christ. I'll always love Christ. That has nothing to do with where I go to love Christ." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't wow. that true? That's a wise man. That's He's, a very wise man. <laughs> yeah, he is incredible, and so are you. Thank you so much. I so look forward to seeing you this week. We want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. Uh, Don't touch that dial. We're going to come right back at you. We've got some coaching. We've got some inspirational talk radio. Fire. We'll be right back.